Hey there, Fellowship family. You are listening to a channel created for the church in Winchester, Virginia, and beyond, purpose to encourage, inspire, and equip you to love God and love others more and more. I'm Mark Francis, your host for today, and with me at the round table is Martha Beitzel. Hi. How are you? Good. How are you Excellent. Doing? Glad to have you here. We get another female voice yeah. in the crowd to speak up about um, our focus going on here. And uh, we're in the middle of our identity and sexuality focus. So it's glad to have you here. Yeah, excited to, to have you participate in this um, focus in this way. And just remember, there's actually a video version of this podcast. If you're watching, hello on YouTube. And uh, anywhere you subscribe to podcasts, you can find us in the Fellowship Family channel. There's actually a couple other um, channels that we have for podcasts. There's the Global Church channel, where you get a chance to hear what's going on with missions, and then the Sermon Spotlight. So hopefully you get a chance to uh, get connected with each of our um, podcasts here at Fellowship Bible Church. But just, again, just to kind of recap where we are, we're in this kind of living out your sexuality um, concept of uh, podcasts, kind of just getting some stories from people here at Fellowship Bible Church, um, hearing where they are in their in their life. And Martha, I just flat out will say hello. How are you? Good. And you are a single young adult yep. female. I am. Yeah, that's, this that's is all true. <laughs> who you are. That's true. That you know you don't necessarily have to identify yourself that way. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but yep. that's just a fact of life. It is. Yep. So you know, I just I'm curious. Just kind of just introduce yourself. Tell us about who you are. Um, you know, maybe how long you've come to church here. And uh, and just just a quick little background of, of your story in your life. Yeah, so I have been coming to fellowship um, basically since birth. Um, my parents uh, grew up Mennonite and came to the church um, in about 95, 96, right when I was a year or so old. So I've been coming ever since. So you're a lifer. Yep. That's, okay, <laughs> that's, that's right. fine. Yep, Good. that's exactly it. Good. Um, yeah, so kind of grew up in the church, saved at a young age, really... Um, Christian family, Christian home, all that stuff. Um, Yeah, so my story kind of um, some homeschool, some public school, all the way through lots of youth group stuff, really loved church. Um, When I was, I don't know, maybe eighth or ninth grade, I really felt a call from God to get into missions Hmm. um, through a youth group trip that I was really, really blessed to get to go on. Cool. So sort of had that outlook in my life um, and was really blessed that FBC really um, incorporates that into what we teach. Mm -hmm. Um, So really had that as a track, was, you know, going to go to Moody Bible Institute. Um, And then suddenly when I was a senior in high school, just um, got cancer. So not something I expected at all. Um, Not something that was on my track for life. but God was good, brought me through it. Um, I so was, I'll just repeat that again. Senior yeah. in high school. Yep, senior yeah. in high school. I had just turned 18, so I was hmm. able to be treated here in Winchester, which was a huge blessing. Um, but yeah, it was basically a summer of kind of uncertainty and feeling like, right. oh, I thought God was bringing me on this path, and now what's going on? You know, all that stuff. But Right. So um, you had your plans. Yeah, And then exactly. God had his plans. Yeah. And... You know, just walk me through that real quick. I mean, just yeah. being in school, a senior, being a part of church, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden, bam, this huge health thing is going on. Yeah. How did that 
shape your relationship with God? Yeah. Yeah, it was, um, I, I don't like to say a good thing mm-hmm. um, because I don't think um, illnesses and sufferings like that are ever the original intention for, you know, perfect creation. But um, there were a lot of ways that I learned to trust God and I really mm-hmm. grew closer with my family through that. Um, and he brought me through it. Um, so on the other end, um, I continued, you know, going to Moody, getting education, going toward the mission field. And um, I mean, it's still a journey to this day. Hmm. Um, I've, you know, taken time off from what my plan was, my schedule sort of yeah. thing yeah. Um, to deal with repercussions. Um, and yeah, a lot of trust building. So just not tell me where you are today. Like how, how's the, the health status? Yeah. So, Doctor visits, are yeah. they over? Are they, <laughs> right. Yeah? So um, as of right now, I mean, praise the Lord, it's so much better. I kind of spent the last two years after graduating from Moody yeah. kind of recouping yeah. um, and feel like I'm, I don't want to say back on my track for my yeah. timeline, but um, hoping to go finally for some more missionary training in the fall. Um, so that's something that I've really seen a journey that kind of bookends, if mm-hmm. you say, of God bringing me through, but also mm. know, I mean, this could continue into the future and sure. just gotta, gotta trust that God will be faithful in whatever yeah. that looks like. Well, it's so. great to have you here. I mean, Thanks. as far as definitely still being in yeah. a part of the church in yeah. ministries, kind of how are you currently serving right now at FBC? Yeah. So, I mean, I play downstairs in F3 worship with yep. you. Um, I have been involved some with the, um, the missions team here, uh, was able to lead like the missions room for VBS this summer. So um, different ways that I wasn't expecting to be used by God over the past few years struggling with health, but um, God definitely had plans for all of that. Yeah. Well, just a segue. I mean, so that's a little bit of your life story, but we're in the middle of this focus of identity Mm -hmm. and sexuality. And so you you almost kind of need to at least explain kind of where are you in kind of this dating life. You were a single young adult in Winchester, Mm -hmm. Virginia. Yeah. I've got to imagine there's probably not a lot of options out there. Right. You know, first of all, you know, attractions are something that is out there. And we've heard from William Orth, who had, he has some same sex attractions. I'm not, I mean, I guess I can ask you, I mean, are you attracted to to guys? Yes. Yes. Okay. (laughs) So that could be something we need to clarify with people listening. So, so in that dating relationship scene that's here in Winchester, especially with your health struggles, Mm -hmm. like how are how are you living that out right now yeah that's a really good question so for me kind of when i was middle school high school really felt that call from god to go into missions um in my mind that was sort of a call from god to take a step back from the dating scene Mm -hmm. um they the statistic that's currently out there is two-thirds of all missionaries are women which Hmm. if you break down the math a third of missionaries are single women Hmm. Um, so in my mind that was sort of a um, you're not gonna get the white picket fence life especially you know cancer hits you and you're like okay maybe this isn't you know step one step two all the way out Um, so yeah for me there was really I went through school was really driven like don't care about dating, don't yep. care about all these yep. things, really just want to be following the Lord. And if that's something he brings, you know, that's great. Um, so for me now, I mean, I am not really in the dating scene a ton. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I have friends who 
um, definitely have been. And as I grow older, I think that it's um, it's more and more of a okay, you know, maybe maybe this is something I want to pursue as yeah. you know friends get married and you see those blessings. Um, but yeah, for me right now, I'm I'm still kind of you know, God's call in my life is number one. Mm-hmm. And I've always said, you know, if God brings somebody along who's like, oh yeah, that exact call that right. you have is the same call that I have. Right. You know, that's kind of criteria number one for me. So yeah, yeah like you're saying, that even brings <laughs> the choices, so to speak, even down further from just, oh, who's around and, you know, good Christian guy. And yeah. Uh, to who's you know going into the mission field long term or who's really considering that it's kind of so. narrows your pool so right. just you're not out going to the to the bars looking yeah, for no. for men you're yeah are, I mean are you on social media looking and I mean, talking and chatting what does that not, look like yeah not necessarily for me so um, yeah I have a lot of Christian and non-Christian friends who have tried that sort of thing and mm-hmm. gotten really hurt by it mm-hmm. um so for myself personally i mean there's nothing wrong with any of those I've things seen, i've but, heard some success stories right. as well yeah definitely yeah. i have i have good friends who um yeah really really love those sorts of things but um yeah i'm i'm really more of you know what's the next step god yeah. um and yeah. so far it hasn't been dating relationship it hasn't been like oh mm. yeah open these things up and i think more and more now that um, maybe I'm getting closer to those next steps of, okay, this is really what it's going to look right. like to go right. um, overseas or whatever that looks like. Um, God putting that more and more on, a heart, on my heart of saying who is going to be the people who are with you, whether yeah. that's close friendships and relationships or whether that is, you know, a husband someday. Yeah. Um, I mean, I appreciate that perspective because yeah. in essence you are, you still have this, desire or passion mm-hmm. in your heart to to be mission minded right. to be outreach oriented and and essentially listening to God's calling he right. put a little bump in the road right. yeah. to get you there but you still kind of have that passion and yeah. and serving God i can see is and and living for him may be coming first right. in your life yeah. and as for, opposed to yeah. seeking and looking okay i want a man i want right. a family i want children yeah. i want to go down this path yeah for so many people, that can be one and the same. Mm-hmm. You know, I've had a lot of people in my life say, don't discount, you know, these options. Don't discount the, you know, white picket fence. Because yeah. sometimes that is God's call. And, um, I mean, we're we're talking a lot about the creation mandate of mm-hmm. that is a call that God puts on people. But right. um, it's not always. You yeah. know, I, I kind of grew up with this mindset of maybe there's something wrong with me that I feel like this isn't God's call on my life. Or maybe this isn't something that I want right now mm-hmm. um, and was kind of really encouraged when I read first Corinthians um, seven hmm. that says, um, you know, basically Paul says, I want everybody to be single like me, yeah. but there's this concession um, that marriage is that's saying, um, you know, if you need somebody with you in your life, like this right. is a good thing, right? but it doesn't have to be everybody's call right Um, there are other things that god asks of people um that doesn't include you know dating marriage kids those sorts of things right i mean i i remember listening to christopher yuong and his seminar and his session is almost kind of mocking okay there's this calling of being single Mm -hmm, and and there's this gift of (laughs) being single. you've been given that gift (laughs) And, and then i think he jokingly mocked okay 
well, I don't know if I really want that gift of being married. I've right. seen plenty of things that <laughs> yeah, go on in yeah. marriage, even though it's a great picture mm-hmm. of, yeah. of, of God and, and how he's drawn us alongside of, of, of Christ, you know, being the head and the mm-hmm. church being his bride. But, yeah. you know, so walk me through kind of in your life now and your understanding of what it means to be single, mm-hmm. that the idea of, you know, staying pure is, is definitely a, a topic of conversation in our focus. Yeah. And then when you are married, you know, staying monogamous, spousal mm-hmm. sexual is one that I've heard. Holy sexuality is something mm-hmm. Christopher Young had. Kind of walk me through kind of what's your perspective of that right now? Yeah. So um, a really good picture that I've heard is of marriage is a picture of the gospel, right? Mm-hmm. It's it's what it looks like when Christ and the church come together, that husband-wife um, relationship. If that's true, then singleness is really the purity and holiness, mm-hmm. that image and the sufficiency of the gospel, mm-hmm. really, um, of saying um, whether you're single for you know your whole life or for just a time um, of really drawing on Christ's sufficiency. Um, and I know a lot of a lot of people, a lot of friends in my life have. Um, missed that gap Hmm. and saying, oh, because I don't have, you know, a real relationship or something, I have to fill it, Um, you know, filling that with relationship with, you know, whatever it is. Um, And that the gospel really calls, I mean, each one of us to live a holy life, Um, but really seeing singleness and um, kind of being one person before God rather than in a joint relationship before God. Um, of something that says, you know, Christ is enough. Hmm. Um, and I don't have to be seeking after all kinds of different distractions yeah. um, and fulfillments that I can say, you know, um, this is my life. I have a lot of choices of what I can do with it right now. Right, right, um, and, right. and choosing to put God in the place of um, other things that people might go after. Yeah, um, it's interesting you say that. I mean, just the perspective that you have of being single is a positive one right not yeah. a negative one <laughs> right and lots of people will say oh aren't you lonely you know right um and i really appreciated um Liam Orth, him saying that well no not necessarily you've got the body of christ you right. have christ himself that's um you know it's not good for man to be alone well we don't have to be even mm-hmm. if you're not in that marriage covenant relationship we still aren't yeah um, left on our own. That's why we have the church. Sure. And we even saw in the podcast that John Morrison and Diane Morrison mm-hmm. shared of the kind of unique design of women yeah. that even within marriage, you're still called to have this dependency on mm-hmm. Christ and called yeah. and called to, you know, put your hope and rest in him and him first, as right. opposed to your spouse right. or as opposed to maybe your own desires. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I think being single is something that you can celebrate Mm-hmm. Instead of, you know, shun. Right. You yeah. Know, is, I mean, is there something that the church can do to assist singles? I mean, I, I feel a greater um, desire to connect with as many singles as possible. Mm-hmm. You know, hearing from William Orth and hearing yeah. from you. Yeah, you're not feeling lonely. Right. You know, you're you're doing okay. Right. <laughs> but is there something that the church can do to help come alongside of single yeah. people, yeah. single young adult as yourself? Um, yeah. To to support you in where you are in life. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I mean, I was listening to William Orth's story, his podcast today, and just about, you know, fist pumped when he yeah. started talking about this of um, so often 
we're kind of put into categories in the church of whether it's, oh, here's a singles ministry, you know, Mm -hmm. here's a youth group ministry, here's, you know, um, prime timers or marriage or kids. Um, but really trying to get like a slice of the, the real, the real church of Christ, the body of Christ. Um, and that can be difficult. You know, mm-hmm. I'm I'm not going to be able to invite a family of five out to lunch. <laughs> right. You know, that's right. just not practical for right. me right now. Um, I'm not I'm not going to be able to, um, you know, have a community group in my mm-hmm. little apartment. You know, mm-hmm. it's not something that I'm able to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so I really have been blessed during the past few years, especially having um, been around and being um, a single adult in the church by just families saying like, Hey, do you want to come over for lunch? Yeah. You know, yeah. um, we knew you long ago. We'd like to get to know you more. Um, or just, you know, a married woman who says like, Hey, I want to mentor you. Yeah. Um, things like that where it doesn't necessarily have to be a, Oh, you poor single person. Right. Like, let's give you right. some company, but Hey, I really like get along with you Mm -hmm. um and you know for myself when i i think a lot of married people they see people in pairs kind of as oh this is a couple that's married and they have their kids Mm -hmm. um when you're single it's a lot more of here's a person you know so it's uh for me i don't have to worry about you know is my spouse gonna get along with their spouse can i go (laughs) out for coffee with this person you know is it gonna be weird um if we don't bring our spouses or if we do so yeah just exactly what william was saying of Mm -hmm. just see single people as members of the body of christ not not as oh you know somebody else will take care of them yeah Um, Yeah. yeah Well, are there any specific challenges that you feel personally? I mean, this, we're just talking to Martha, yeah. only you. I yeah. mean, you can't speak for the whole world, but is there anything that's personally that are just some challenges that you're you're wrestling with or things that, you know, even people could pray for you for? Again, not that being single is something to, to look Probably down on, yeah. but, you know, just where are you in this stage of life of being single and, and yeah. how can the church come alongside of you? Yeah. Um, well, definitely, I... As my my sister is engaged um, and she's getting ready to be married, there are things that I look at her life and I say, wow, that would be really nice. Mm -hmm. Like, for example, just direction in life. Mm -hmm. Um, So for myself, I have the freedom to be able to say, you know, this is the thing that I hear God calling me toward. I'm I'm just going to do it. You don't have to worry about kids. Don't have to worry about spouse. Just do it. Um, But at the same time, there's there's not that I have somebody else to consult. You know, mm-hmm. this is going to affect somebody else. Let's make this decision together. You know, let's make this move together. Yeah. Um, what are we going to choose to do with our time? Um, so on the one hand, that's amazing. You know, I'm kind of answerable to God for what he right. wants me to do. And yep. um, But on the other hand, there is that um, uncertainty, I think, that goes with it that a lot of single people experience mm-hmm. of, um, okay, if I step out on my own, I'm on my own, you know, nobody's going to catch me, you know, I mean, except God, God's definitely going to catch you. And that's the, the image that's there of the sufficiency of the gospel. Um, so I think definitely that's a struggle that not a partner uh, to lean on for questions. Right. That, that leadership and helping relationship Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. singles, you know, we find that in the church and we definitely find that in Christ. Um, Mm -hmm. but I mean, I'm sure a lot of married people can, you know, have that experience of sure. coming home and saying, I just don't know what to do. What yep. do I do? You know, right. wrestling with those things together. So, yep. yeah, 
Um, no, that's that's great. I definitely appreciate you being open and willing to kind of yeah. share that and put it out there. Yeah. I'm curious, just kind of wrapping up our time here, we're, we're wrapping up our focus mm-hmm. here at, at Fellowship, kind of getting pushing towards the end of it. I'm curious, along this way so far, what have you learned? What have you gleaned yeah. from um, having these conversations at our church and maybe even in the community? Is there something that you'd like to just encourage us with of what you've learned along yeah, the way? definitely. So um, I live with two other single ladies, and mm-hmm. you know we have these discussions a lot, and um, just the thankfulness that our church is willing to open up and have these conversations mm-hmm. of um, not assuming that marriage is the only track that everybody's going to be on. So right. just thankfulness of bringing up conversations of, okay, why do we do what we do? You know, where is the biblical mandate? Um, and especially, I know John Morrison has talked a lot about extrapolating out things from Genesis mm-hmm. and saying, okay, that doesn't necessarily apply to me. I'm not married. I don't have kids, mm-hmm. um, but I can still learn things from that. Um, and taking that biblical mandate to heart um, and as well as just realizing that there's so much more than we have in common than we are different. That's a huge thing. I think culturally we want to say, oh yeah, you know, men and women are so different because we want (laughs) to react against that. Oh, it doesn't matter. You know, there is no gender. Um, And being able to say, well, yeah, there are some differences, but in the long run, it's more about how can you know, brothers and sisters come together, mm-hmm. married, single, um, whatever their right. state in life, whatever the gender say, um, what is our call together? Yep. So that, I mean, just the focus on, um, I can read these passages and they can apply to me right. and I can see the context and say that this isn't everything that right. it means to be me, right. that there's this um, focus on Christ rather than focus on right. just my gender. And right, and you can be encouraged also, what we've learned along the way is that there's so many different commands in scripture that mm-hmm. apply to everyone. Yeah. You know, all the one another's, exactly. love one another, pray yeah. for one another, encourage one another. That's not gender specific. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you're alongside of exactly. all of us in this process <laughs> yeah. here. And yeah. it's just refreshing to hear your story, to, to hear your take on how being single is is a is a gift and how yeah. you're using it right now right. and then yeah. just let god lead you down the mm-hmm. path of whether it be mission field or whether it be marriage or whether it be whether it be the white picket fence yeah, who knows you never know yeah but and the the challenge of you getting through the health um mm-hmm. concerns and and trusting in god along the way it's a great yeah. testimony great yeah. encouragement yeah definitely so i really appreciate it you yeah. being here thank you being willing to share and, and I'm, I'm encouraged once again just to continue to pursue um people you know who i might not otherwise associate with yeah um you know so whether you're you're single or you're if you're married you know do you have a couple of single friends yeah. to, to exactly. come alongside with and, and if you are a single person are you yeah. intentionally looking to get plugged into community mm-hmm. to grow yeah, it's way. so easy for us to say, oh, I can only hang out with, you know, other single people. Right. And then your your relationships become, you know, 20s single women. Mm-hmm. And where is that as a slice of what the gospel and the church looks like? Yep. Um, yep. Well, and you're just an example that you don't have to go striving down that path to, to get married. Right. And you don't go have to live in the world's perspective of, you know, whether it be, you know, going out and being promiscuous or trying to mm-hmm. go pursue the men and, and live out your own passions and desires, living for God, 
comes first. Right. And he'll bring whatever is supposed to come into your life. And, you know, whether that's marriage, whether that's singleness, I mean, I I agree that there's not really that like call to singleness. It feels so, I know what God's plan (laughs) is for my life. And we don't, you know, we never know what God's going to bring, but he knows and it's the best for us. Yep. Amen. Well, thanks again for being here and thanks for being a part of the podcast. Just remember, as you're listening and as you're watching, if questions continue to pop up, you can go to our website, um, find the fbcva.life slash identity. Um, there's still a box in our home center if you actually want to physically write down questions um, or you just want to just uh, be encouraged by this podcast and just listen. That's great, too. Um, show notes will be um, on the podcast as well. And remember to tune in again next Friday. There'll be um, more to share regarding t- with this focus on identity and sexuality. So thanks again for watching and listening. And until we chat again, let Christ be the focus of your life each and every day. <laughs>